Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Brought to you in partnership, brought to you in partnership by Caledonian Financial. What a great place they are, and they do a lot for the community. And guess what, folks? We have people from Caledonian Financial in our studio today. So let me go around the room. Let me introduce Daisy Cook. Welcome, Daisy. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Daisy, thanks for coming on the show. I was just randomly in your neighborhood, stopped in to say hi, picked up some things to give away to some teachers, which was, I thank you for that. That was very nice. And I said something about the radio show and said, well, we have a couple interns that you might be interested in having on the show. And I'm like, interns? Man, that sounds really cool. So... We decided to have Rachel and Perry come on and brag a little bit about themselves. All right. That would be nice. Let's go right around the room. Rachel, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Rachel. I just graduated from Columbia Central. I was in the Collegiate Academy. Uh, Graduated number five in my class. She's much smarter than me. (laughs) And I was the captain of the cheer team. Oh, cool. Very cool. And with... Also in the studio is Mr. Perry Bowman. Welcome, Perry. Good morning. Thank tell you for just, having me. Tell us just a little bit about yourself. Well, I also just graduated from Central uh, with Rachel. I was in the Collegiate Academy as well. Uh, top 25. I was 23rd. So almost almost up there, you know. See, still, not only are they beautiful, they also me. have brains. Yeah, there you go. Um, I love that you were both in Collegiate Academy and, um, you know, top 25 rankings and everything. I believe my daughter, Amanda, who's a teacher I've mentioned on the show many times, was number two or three in her class. She was right up there. It was really cool to have that honor that she uh, was bestowed upon. And now she's uh, uh, got a master's degree from UT Knoxville and is a teacher. So she does good things. Yeah, Yeah. I'm very proud. Jack, I'm going to go back to my old teacher days and stuff like that. Uh, I know everybody here except me knows Rachel. Rachel, what's your last name, by the way? Inslee. Inslee. Okay. That, didn't, right. that didn't come up while we were talking here. All so right. <laughs> wanted Rachel. to make sure everybody got that. All right. So. Very good. Rachel Ensley is our uh, intern on the show today from Caledonian Financial. So I think I want to first learn a little bit about Rachel and Perry for this first 20 minutes. So I'll go. You, either one of you can chime in. I'd like to know. A little bit about your high school careers. You guys are products of Columbia Central High School, Murray County Public Schools. Um, you graduated, as you mentioned, with high honors. Um, tell me a little bit about your high school career, Rachel. I'll let you go first. I said either one, but since you're right there and waiting for the answer, you, you're thinking really hard about what you're going to say. I am. I think the whole experience with COVID and everything, that really changed how I thought high school was going to turn out. I know you can agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of things did not go as planned. Yeah, you yeah. were the class of 22, right? Right. We yeah. only had one normal year, our freshman year. Oh, my it was gosh. the only year unaffected. Unbelievable. Because I hired in at Murray County Public Schools in January of 2020. Well, you know what happened in March mm-hmm. all too well. And what grade were you guys in in March of 2020? We were sophomores. Yeah. Sophomores. So COVID hit right in the middle of your high school. Oh, my Lord. So go ahead and, and, and continue there. And then with all the administration changes, too, that we saw, the school just mm. it yeah. was way different from when we first started. 
Yeah, you had probably one, two, three, three principals in your tenure there. Yeah, three. at the high school. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. So you know that are, that that does make for some uh, a lot of changes, um, and all those principals, I know them. They were good principals. Um, it's just there was time for change for one reason or another. Um, you know the COVID part of your high school career. I don't know how to say I'm sorry because I, I remember high school and high school. I would do it again. It was so much fun. I had a blast. And 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 I don't want you to get a real emotional on me there, but um, that had been just the hardest thing. But everybody in the world went through it at the same time, so it wasn't an isolated event. Um, but overall, you succeeded and you became class of what? What was your um, ranking? Number five. Number five in your class. Congratulations to that. Thank you. Um, so setting COVID aside, um, give me some memories you can remember from high school. And, and you're, either one, you're looking at Perry. So either one of you, any good memories you'd like to share about what was going, taking place in high school or before that? I really enjoyed all the football games, getting to cheer those, especially when we went to the playoffs. That was always really fun, and I loved the home games in Lindsey Nelson. Yeah. What year was it, Coach, that um, Central won the championship? It was 2010. 2010. So that was a little bit before your high school time. Um, I was at that game, and I still get goosebumps thinking about it because it seemed like that that pass that gave us the winning uh, score was in slow motion. It really did, it did seem like that. <laughs> Um, a very memorable game. So I enjoyed football games. I was in the band. So um, I was right there with the cheerleaders having a good time, um, cheering on the team and everything. So I can definitely appreciate that the, you love the sports part of it. And what's really great is even during COVID, we brought sports back for the most part. You know, we may have been doing some remote learning when we were just um, inundated with too many people being ill but we kept the sports going as much as possible because sports are a huge part of a, a high school. It's a morale builder. It can really make a difference in a school. I see it today. I see it last year. And I know it's going to be that way again this year. I think there was a, a middle school game at the beginning of the school year this year that 5,000 people went to. And it was like 34 to 32 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was um – Thirty-two thirty, I think. Thirty-two thirty. Uh, well, that sounds like a great game to be at. Yeah, for middle school. Yeah, and, and and that many people in attendance, and it was, I believe, it was Withorn and Mount Withorn Pleasant. Withorn and Mount Pleasant. Yeah, middle school. And when you see that kind of energy happening at the beginning of the year at a football game, you know it's going to be a great season for sports, athletics, academics, everything. It, it just snowballs. So all this stuff becomes really important. So I like that you like the uh, athletics part of it. And cheering. Were you a cheerleader all uh, your years in high school? Uh, sophomore through senior year. Sophomore through senior year. So you're going to cheer for us? Uh, no. I'm retired. I'm retired. Oh, you're retired now. Okay. <laughs> no cheerleading at UT Knoxville. All right. So tell us, um, Rachel, a little bit about your plans for UT Knoxville, and then we'll move on and get some words from Perry. So I'm going to go to UT Knoxville in the fall, and I'm going to be I'm going to major in finance at the Haslam School of Business with hopes of working someday in a field of finance and business because I really enjoy the math aspect and everything that I've learned while working at Caledonian. Oh man, way smarter than me. Math was never my strong point. I mean, I was really good at music, and that 
helped with a lot of things in math. And, but, oh, man, math was not my strong point. Congratulations on uh, choosing that field. Um, it's a field where you can actually succeed very, very easily in. There's always going to be a need for somebody in finance. And that kind of leads me to, so what do you do at Caledonian Financial as an intern? I did a lot of things, didn't I, Daisy? <laughs> Monty likes to do do-gooders that he calls and Rachel really helped him with all those projects that he had going on during that period that she was with us and and she all always exceeded what he would ask of her. So you're you're going to school for finance and you worked at Caledonian Financial which is a financial institution. What did you take away from being an intern at Caledonian Financial and did you get to crunch some numbers for them? I did. I did my capstone, my Collegiate Academy capstone project over the benefits of investing over long term. So I got to job shadow with Gay and Monty, and they gave me a lot of useful information, and I made a a project out of it. Yeah, Gay Pike? Yes, sir. Monty Sneed. Great people. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. And where were you when I was young? Because I needed that kind of advice. I mean, I, I've worked many, many years, and I look at my investment strategies, and they were... Yeah, they were okay, but they could have been a whole lot better. Um, so I think that's a, something that young people need to be thinking about is when you do get a job, think about the future as you get that job and how much can you put away and still survive and build up a nest egg. So Because the days of defined pensions and stuff like that are starting to go away. They rely on people to basically plan your own future with your own funding. And maybe there's some matches and stuff by companies that is really cool. If you put in 5%, the company might match it. You know, it depends on the company. Um, but these are so important as you get into your uh, later years in life. And you want to say, okay, it's time to retire and go do this, this, and this. But then you look at your finances and you go, well, I should have done this, this, and this, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I... That was my goal for the project was to make my people, like people of my generation, more aware. Okay. I like that. That's very cool. All right, Perry. How much, long, how much longer do we have, Coach? Oh, we've still got plenty of time. All right, good. Perry, tell me a little bit more about yourself and some of your um, memories, fond memories of high school or before at Columbia Central and I'm not sure which middle or elementary school, but Murray County Public Schools. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd have to agree with Rachel on the the sports. I can definitely when I think back, the first things I think of are running out of the tunnel, you know, for football games, um, first touchdown pass, the Spring Hill game our freshman year that was just packed, the stuff like that. Um, and I think we could, you know, probably mutually say like chemistry class like that kind of stuff you know there's that, was, a, that was a fun class yeah there's there's a few in there you, you really enjoy our capstone class yeah our capstone class really you know what's a capstone class so we had a class in that was built into our schedule that allowed us to work on our capstone projects for a semester during the day at school which involved a portfolio a 10-minute presentation a powerpoint and a product hmm, and that's kind of cool and a 10-page research paper. Right. Now, you were talking about the tunnel and everything. So yesterday at work, I was asked, hey, what's some good hype music for a hype video for a football game? We have a, a major clash between a couple of our high school teams they will be playing again this year. 
And I think they called it Rumble in the Jungle. We went live on location, didn't we, Mike? <laughs> yep. We had every coach in the room and some players, and it was so much fun. And the game was exciting. But um, well, I think the song they played last year was I Can Feel It Coming in the Air of Night by Phil Collins. I don't know if that's the title, but that's a good lead-in song. That is. Um, you know, And when you think about lead-in songs, hype songs like that, a lot of times you think about some older music because it's been around for a while. And so I was throwing out songs to him um, yesterday, and I, I come up with some really good picks. Anything you guys can think of, Daisy? Because, you know, he's going to listen to the show, of course. He listens every week. We will rock you. I, I sent him that. <laughs> we will. We. Yeah, don't let me sing. But um, do you even know that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely. What, what Did you have one you were thinking of? Um, the only song i could i i did have one song i listened to before every game that's kind of my my ritual uh, i'd listen to dreams and nightmares meek mill i don't know if you'd want to play that one but it's it's I, I think it's pretty well renowned as a good pregame song for a lot of people i, I hear it and I, i've always kind of liked it you know i googled of course i searched for you know hype songs for um hype videos for sports and i come up with a page that had like 25 of them and i sat there for the next half hour and i just played a little beginning of each one and i'm like i'm just like oh that's perfect so i've put them all in this email and i looked i had 20 songs in this email because they were all just perfect for the occasion and he comes over at my desk i sent him an email he says 20 songs i needed one (laughs) (laughs) and so i was like well Take your pick. They're all suiting. They're all suitable for what you were looking for for your athletic hype video. I think any one of those songs you could turn into something for a hype video, and so it was kind of fun. And, and thinking about the tunnel and everything, I love going to football games in Nashville to see the Tennessee Titans, or uh, I love going to UT Knoxville. I think when my daughter was a freshman at UT, I think I went to every home game because I missed her, and I liked sports. So it was a perfect combination, a perfect storm, if you say. So I traveled to Knoxville every time there was a home game and I had good seats and everything. Of course, they sent in the student section, so I'd have to hook up with them for tailgating before and after, but um, it was a blast. So much fun. And UT football games, have you been before? Yes, sir. Have you been? Not to a UT one. Oh Titans, my lord! You got you got a treat coming for you. I man. know. There is <laughs> so much fun. That stadium, it is amazing. I mean the the fun and the memories you're going to make by going there, you it's great. My my daughter and her husband they both live in, in Knoxville still, and I think they're season ticket holders now, and they got pretty good jobs, so they both get good seats they don't like sit in the student section anymore i guess because you're graduating you're not allowed to but um it's fun to go up there last time i was there i think i was eighth row um end zone which was kind of exciting I never really had many opportunities to sit on the end zone and it was really cool so man i can't tell you how much fun you're gonna have at ut knoxville football games that stadium will rock you i mean it is Amazing when they do the tea. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he he got to experience. Uh, Perry got to experience something that very few high school kids ever get to do, and and it sounds a little bit small, but it to me it's a it it, it ends up being a big deal. It is actually getting to come out from a tunnel. 
Uh, most high schools, you, you come out of your locker room and you, know, you you literally come out of a gym or you come out of a, a building and you, you kind of gather up in the end zone and, and stuff like that and then make your run. Uh, at, at Central, the way they're feeling. Lindsey Nelson at Stadium. Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They actually do come out of a tunnel. They do. Like, uh, you know, like the colleges, like the, the, the pros and stuff like that. And it's uh, – I got the – uh, was helping with a couple of games and, and stuff and got that experience. And that's a uh, not surreal, but it is a very different experience for a high school uh, for a high school player. Do they run into the banner? Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, times break through. a banner, yeah. paper banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come out of there, you know, you're, you're literally in this small, you know, it's, it's a relatively small tunnel, but you just come out of there, just massive humanity and just come out and then everything just opens up in front of you. And it is a neat, neat scene. And and Rumble in the Jungle, they did that so well. They even had the smoke machines. So they had the smoke in the air, and they played Phil Collins, that song. That's why I knew that one would be a good one. And it was electrifying. Just the, I was videotaping it and taking pictures at the same time. It was electrifying to see this. And the game, actually, we had underdog big time in that game. Central was by far the, the dominant team. But Mount Pleasant came out and started going, we got your number, and they started playing tough on Central, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, are we going to have a a battle here?" And um, it, Central, of course, won that game, but it was a great atmosphere. There's something about sports and school, high school, college that is just amazing. Now, did you play football? Yes, yes, sir. What did you play? Uh, quarterback. You were the quarterback. A oh quarterback. Yes, you were yes. a quarterback, the quarterback, same thing. Um, congratulations. That's pretty cool. Um, I was um, like the guy that would protect the quarterback, like um, offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And, but I never got much bigger than what I am now, so I didn't play many <laughs> years after middle school. So in high school, I looked at the guys that were playing football and go, oh, no, this is not for me. I'm going to go join the band. You guys have fun. <laughs> Because uh, I was definitely not a caliber big guy because we had some corn-fed monster men in our team. And I was like, these guys are all a foot taller than me that are on the line. I, I just can't keep up with that. But I did like playing football in middle school. And uh, um, I didn't mind playing the defense or the offense, but I was always on the line. So I always got beat up. But uh, quarterback sounds like a cool job. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I started out my uh, in middle school. I was an offensive lineman my last year, um, and then a, a tight end my freshman year at Central, and then sophomore year in the summer, the coaches were having a little after practice tryout, and I went out to throw because I've always liked you know the position and mm-hmm. watched it, and they were like, all right. So the next day I was third string and started playing. It was it, it was really fun. I. You know, and, and you think about that, and when you say third string, that is probably one of the important parts of a team is to have those other people that can step up in the instance when there's a minor injury. And and you may be in the, the game of the year and, and to put in the game. Right. So you always got to be ready and prepared at that level. Also, when practice comes, it's a much-needed position also. Um, I have a lot of respect for anybody that does the game of football because I love football, so... Um, kudos to you for being a, a football player at Central High School. Any plans to continue in sports? I'll uh, maybe pl- I played tennis my last year, and I might um, play that in college, like intramural or club. And uh, if there's tryouts for the football team, I'll do it for fun. But you know, I don't know if I expect to be on UT's roster. Yeah, that's what happened to my my daughter Amanda. She um, she went to UT Knoxville for school, and she was 
she broke records at Central High School for soccer, for girls soccer, and she was so good at it. She played travel. I mean, she did this for many years. And when she got to Central, same thing happened to her as me happened to me in high school. Everybody was a foot taller. So she didn't pursue anything further in, in sports. Well, I'm being told we need to take a break. So we are here with Caledonian Financial. We'll be back after a moment or after a few minutes and word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hello WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather Robert Parks and my great-grandfather Julian Mays in 1958 over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. Thank you to our sponsors for the Big Yellow School Bus. We appreciate you all so much. Um, We are here today with Rachel Ensley, who is a intern with Caledonian Financial and a upcoming freshman at University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Also, Mr. Perry Bowman, who is a intern also with Caledonian Financial. 
I'm also going to be attending University of Tennessee, Knoxville in the fall. And Barry, we were talking before the show, and I got really excited about the athletics, so I lost all my train of thought about everything else, and I started thinking football, okay? So I'll try to get back on track here. Tell us a little bit about your plans for the future, and you're going to UT Knoxville. What are you going to be uh, majoring in? Uh, I'll be majoring in business. I'll do the uh, exploratory path, kind of figure out what I'm going to zero in on a little later. But, yeah, uh, a lot of people do that nowadays. You get there, and you, you do the, the beginning, and then you, you find that one thing that you go, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect timing to do it in your freshman or even sophomore year, right? Oh, yeah. I think Tennessee does a good job helping people kind of find where they want to lead towards. And I'll also have a communications minor. And I know people say marketing. Those two kind of mix very well. So that's sort of an idea. Yeah, you I, got I'd a great say. radio voice. And, Thank you. <laughs> and, and who's, our, who's our friend from the station that you've been on the radio with? Lewis. Lewis, Lewis Maddox. Maddox. Yeah. And you've done some broadcast in uh, sports, right? Right. Yes, sir. Baseball games. Baseball games. Yeah. It's something that you can take with you and do for a long time. I never had any experience at this. This was kind of thrown at me back in 2020. And I was like, a radio show. Okay, nervous as I'll get out. Now it's more of a, a natural thing with Mike helping me over here on the soundboard and, and chiming in. If I see if he sees me sweating real bad, he'll be like, well, let me ask you guys a question. He'll, he'll, he'll help me out, of course. Um, so kudos to you. Going to be going to UT Knoxville, both of you. Um, and I'm guessing bachelor's is for sure on the plan. Maybe master's? Maybe master's. Yeah. Hoping for a master's. Don't forget, you can also get a doctorate. And then we, yeah. then we have to call you Dr. Bowman and Dr. Ensley. Doesn't that sound really cool? Got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Wow, I like that. And, and you don't even have to operate on anybody. You can have a doctorate in all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so I always reminded my daughter that, you know, she's got her master's degree. It's never too late for her to go back and get that doctorate. And it just opens up more doors, especially in education. You become a doctorate. Um, you have the opportunity to advance into administration and become principals or even a superintendent of a, a school district, which is a, a high-demand, high-demanding job, a busy, hard job, but very rewarding, especially if you love children. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell that she's the right person. I just got to get her geared up to get that doctorate. I don't know if she wants to do any more school because, I was it, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years of school, right? Because she did K through 12, that's 13, then five more. That's 18 total years of education. I think she's really good with what she's doing now. <laughs> I so agree. let's talk a little bit about what goes on at Caledonian Financial. Since I have three Caledonian Financial people in my room, I have Daisy Cook, who is the certified paraplanner for Mr. Monty Sneed. Correct. Who is the owner, executive CEO. director, CEO? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So we are located in historic downtown Columbia, right across the street from the police department. Our office, we don't really specialize in one specific area. Monty and Gay are very open to helping anybody, mentoring, assisting, answering any questions in regards to finances. Like you say, a lot of the the younger generation, they don't think about retirement. They have their whole lives ahead of them. And so that's what Monty and Gay are there for. Our office, our staff, is to assist those younger families that are coming in that need help or businesses that are just starting off the ground and they want to provide additional services to their employees. 
um, or just small businesses, big businesses, you know, $1,000, $100,000, whatever you have. Monty, his goal in life is to help as many people become financially independent so that they don't have to worry in their later I like that when life. you say 1000 to 100000 So if somebody has $1,000 and they say, Monty, help me turn this into more. Absolutely. You walk in and say, I got $1,000. I just, it's burning a hole in my pocket. I want to go spend it on a new stereo or something, but I really don't need that. So I'm thinking maybe I can use some money to make some money. Right. And that's not how it's done, right? Yes. You actually invest money to make money. And, the you know, there's really, really safe investments. Then there's the higher end investments that are a little more risky that you can get into. You're taking a little chance there, of course. Correct. I've had a stock market account, a 401k, for as long as I can remember. And I don't believe there's been uh, any instance where I've put it at risk at all, ever. In fact, I was very fortunate because uh, I worked at General Motors in my younger years. And that's when I started it. And I don't know what happened, but I was looking at the GM stock that I had. I had quite a bit. I thought, man... It just not doesn't give me much money for the GM stock. It's just like I work for him, but you know, okay, whatever. I'm going to move all my money over here in a mutual invest mutual fund. Mm-hmm. I moved it over, and within a year, GM went bankrupt. Wow, you lucked out. It was pure <laughs> luck. There was no inside. I had no idea. In fact, when they went bankrupt, I didn't even think about it. And then all my friends were going, "I just lost all this money," and I'm like, "Oh my moly." Did I just make a correct decision and I didn't even know that I was doing it? Right. So, and I think what I did is a friend of mine named Kevin, he said, well, I've got all my money in mutual funds because they're, they're, they're good on returns and they're fairly safe. You know, when the market goes up and down, it's, it's sure. fairly stable. So I think I heard him say that. And I thought when I was looking in there one day, I was like, I like that idea. And so I just moved it. So very, very, very fortunate. good idea. Yeah. So because many, many people lost a boatload of money because when they when they went bankrupt, all the stock went out. It was gone. The money you had was history. And that's scary. Monty has been doing this for decades. So he has seen that the market, the volatility of the market up and down f- over the years, he has a really good way of predicting what is coming next, mm-hmm. just from history. He, yeah, he, historically, right. he, he, he lives and breathes that on a daily basis. I'm yes. sure his, his uh, TV has the ticker or his computer, all that kind of stuff. All four of them. All four of <laughs> them, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, the, you know, the message that is important to resonate out there right now is how important it is and how easy it is to take a little bit to make a lot. Correct. And how important it is to plan for your future. I have young people in the audience, Rachel and Perry, probably 18, 19, or 20, some in that range like that. Probably 19, right? 18. 18? 18, 18, okay. Um, You guys are already thinking about these things because you've actually experienced something like Caledonian Financial, and you've been working there as an intern, which I want to figure out how you actually had that opportunity. That's really cool. But so you guys are kind of more in tune with thinking about the future. And and I know that I'm guessing that you both plan on investing for the future right away. Yes. Like as soon as you get into a working stable environment where you're getting good money after college, you're going to be looking at how can I save for my future? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Earlier you start, the more you can 
see down the road, you know. So I mean, absolutely. And Rachel actually opened an account, didn't you? No. For your caps. Oh, okay. I uh, I wasn't eighteen yet, so I gave the money to my dad and let him put it in. But yeah. For her capstone project. Oh, very cool. Academy. That was the product was putting the funds in and watching what happened over a month long period. And every day I would document what, what it opened at and what it closed at and how much it changed. So it was on the market. You put it in the market. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I like this. And I love that we have a homegrown financial institution, not a byproduct of a national, but a homegrown, uh, uh, you know, family business that helps people like this, like Caledonian Financial. There's so many things that Caledonian does in our community. Um, I can basically tell you if I'm, I deal with a lot of nonprofits and, I, and I'm always seeking funding for the nonprofits because that's how they operate is through funding. And if I go to Monty and I don't go on everything, but when I really need it, I go to Monty. He's like, okay. And he says, yeah, we can help out. So you take the the small businessmen like Monty and others in the community that have done well, they are philanthropists in their own because they help out the community. They help out the school district. They help out people in need. I love that part of any business being able to do that um, because of what I do in the community, and it's so important. And what else does uh, Caledonian Financial I mean, I know Thomas Sneed. Samante's right. son is working there now, following his father's footsteps. And that building, you were talking about the, the building and the location. You said historic downtown Columbia. Wow. That building is so cool. The woodwork in there and everything. I mean, yes, you're there we, every we day. We get people thinking that it's a museum and they can just walk around and look around. If you've never been in there, please check it out. Monty has some really cool old photographs from around Columbia that are people, I mean, I've had people get teary-eyed looking at certain pictures remembering those memories. Go ahead. If I'm correct, going up the staircase, isn't there one that has the radio on it? Yes, there is. You're right. There is one. An old one. Great memory, Perry. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. I'm, I'm looking at you and calling you, but anyway. Um, yeah, that that's cool. I, there, when I went in there, and I've been there a few occasions, I've been upstairs because I worked with um, Thomas Sneed because we're in Kiwanis Club together, and he was the newsline editor, and he brought me in, so I went up there and worked with him so he could show me how to do the newsletter. I got to go up and, and see Monty's office and everything, and I was like, I was in awe, okay, by this whole inside of this building. And even the outside, like you said, historic downtown Columbia, mm-hmm. it is so impressive. And I'm sure if you want to stop into Caledonian Financial, which is across the street from the police department, bring a big old pocketbook or, or briefcase full of money. Daisy will give you a tour and help you know how to invest that money to make even more money. I know Monty's trying to teach me the history of the building because anytime he does show anybody around, you will get a tour. He's a tour guide and he will give you the history of the building and how far back it dates and where it started, its genesis of it. So anytime, yes, y'all are welcome to come anytime and, and check it out. He gave- Harry has done a fine job of keeping that office <laughs> clean and organized, so... He gave us a history lesson on it yesterday, actually. Yeah, talking about it used to be a restaurant, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. The building used to be a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And okay. it was the power right. company for a while. Right. 
and a power company. And before that, it was that. a furniture store. Before that, I think it was the last stop that people came to, you know, for cargo coming off the boat. It's a long history. That building has seen a well, lot of different things. That building is amazing, folks. It's Caledonian Financial. It's downtown on the square, uh, right across the street from the police office, police department. Um, step in, bring a pocket full of money. Talk to Daisy. She'll hook you up, and maybe you'll get a nice tour of the building because it is really amazing. So let's talk a little bit about, and I'd ask you about, how did you get the opportunity, and either one of you can chime in, how did you guys get the opportunity to become interns with Caledonian Financial? That's a, that's a really great opportunity. So mine actually, I actually owe it to Columbia Central High School. My junior year, I took Marketing One with Mr. Kevin Creech. Yeah, I know Kevin. Yeah, I took his class, and that summer he had sent me like a message on Teams, the school platform, and was like, hey, got this really cool opportunity. A local businessman is wanting an intern, and I think you'd be perfect for the job. Uh-huh. And he gave me Monty's info, and I messaged him, I met with him, and then that was last June, and I'm still here a year and two months later. Wow, that's awesome. And for you, Mr. Perry? Yeah, I guess last year in November, I was uh, looking for a job, and uh, I go to the same church as uh, Mr. Monty, and so my family knows him, and I was talking to my mom, and she was like, why don't you ask Monty if he knows if any places around are hiring? And So we asked him, and he was like, well, actually, I've got some projects for you if you want to make some money, and I'm not going to say no to that. So I found myself moving his uh, little one-room apartment behind the Nelson house uh, out into the third floor of uh, Caledonian that I came very familiar with um, i've been up there oh yeah the third floor yeah. yeah um there was a man that rented it from you guys from money i guess and he uh, was part of the asgard brewery sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah he rented it and i happened to go up there we were friends and he he said hey come on check out the flat where i'm at and it was an elevator in the back and everything it was very nice up there i, right. I really was impressed with that it, it kind of resonated from what was below. Right. Some of the history was down below was, was up there. Yes. Yeah. I would love to have rendered that. Anyway, um, did you have any more? Yeah. I just uh, kept doing little stuff like that. Like some of the, the closets have been, you know, a So I messy. have this really cool marketing closet that Perry painted for me. Is that the one I was in? Yes. Okay. And so we gave him the title of maintenance CEO at that point. Maintenance CEO. There you go. Earned it after that closet. (laughs) Mike, you're 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 smiling big on that one. Yeah, he he's he's learning to understand the infrastructure of what goes on in these businesses, and you know, yes, the building, their financial stuff like that, but their building is a huge part of their presentation. And having somebody that's very good and very competent at keeping that building. And to take pride in it. And take a lot of pride in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people don't recognize just how important presentation is and keeping keeping your office, keeping your building uh, in tip-top shape and and also preserving the history of of that that, uh, edifice or whatever. Whatever big term you want to use for Right. So Perry was the MCEO, <laughs> the maintenance CEO, MCEO. I like that. That's a new title. We're going to have to make that more popular and mainstream, okay? Um, That's what he started at. He was quickly promoted. To? Yeah. Well, we went from maintenance CEO to... Clocksmith. He was clocksmith, clocksmith for a while. Um, we've had a bunch of... 
Yes, I, I, I tease ways. him that whenever he gets his first job and he has to fill out a, you know, he does his resume and the description, they're going to say, wow, for him to be so young. He to really have done all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He has been promoted Librarian. every five minutes. Librarian, there we go. Yes. Handyman, building the show. So that is one of the things that Monty takes pride in. He He's an avid reader. Got a big he library. He has a big library. And Is there one downstairs and upstairs? Care. Yes. Yeah. There's multiple oh, throughout yeah. the office. Okay. And he, it, anybody that ever comes into the office, you will walk out with a book in your hands. Hmm. One, no doubt about it. Well, he, he likes to take care of his stuff, including his books. They're like babies to him. So he had, he asked Perry to please dust his his books one by one and organize them on in his library that was a challenge wasn't it that sure was. yeah it sounds like a task um you know i you said you your family went to church with Monty, so i'll share something i know about Monty. he's a great singer okay because yes. he's part of our kiwanis choir and i hear this man all the time singing at our special events um holiday events and everything i'm like dang smart Business owner and sings, and he's an early bird, right? Yes. Do you know that? Yes. Oh he's a he's he an early early bird. Like Four thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's what Thomas had told me. He said, "Oh yeah, my dad's an early bird." I'm like, "Early bird? Define early bird." Oh, four a.m. to start work. Four thirty. And he's already been to the gym before he gets to that's work. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He works out in the middle of the night when we're all sleeping. He's he's getting the workout in and then coming to work. I'll refresh from his workout. And so there's a lot of amazing aspects about the CEO of Caledonian Financial. He has a, a, a passion and a love for helping out in the community and Servant helping out heart. servants heart, um, helping young people like you guys, like uh, Rachel and Perry, and giving you guys opportunities to intern at his company. That's huge. And, and the fact that you, and I didn't know, but um, Perry, you said that um, it was some of us paid internship stuff. So that's even more amazing that you're able to do this, learn from it, get all that experience and make some extra money. Mm -hmm. So this is amazing. Both were paid interns. That's cool because I make, I wanted an intern in communications at the central office, but I wasn't having, I didn't have any money. So I was just looking for people to come and just learn a little bit about what we do in the process and everything and add it onto their resume. But the fact that you can be an intern and actually monetarily be recognized, that's really cool. Um, any last words on what you've done at Caledonian Financial? Because I'm being told we've got to take a break here soon. Um. I don't know. We've done it. We've. It was the best experience of his life. That's right. That's <laughs> I absolutely love it, right. I couldn't have said it any better Daisy, myself. You're so much fun. You know, Daisy, you should have really been a member of the best Leadership Murray class of 2020 instead oh, of that I was. 2021. I was. Yeah, you I were. was definitely part of the best class ever. Oh, 2020. <laughs> 2021. Oh, okay. We can argue about that later. Well, that's it for not for the show, but we're going to take a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Hey, Ray Jeter here with Harness. Are you looking to take ownership in a position that will support your growth and development? We are an excavation and site utilities contractor. Several things set us apart from our competition, but we take the most pride in the professional development of our people. We have multiple openings for operators, pipe layers, and laborers. Our pay and benefits are second to none, including our 401k program. Apply today at selectharness.com. Harness LLC. Build people. Move dirt. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Wow, what a great show we're having today. We're getting to learn a lot about some interns and graduates of Columbia Central High School, products of Murray County Public Schools, and the successes they are going to be experiencing moving on to college. You know, before the break, um, we were talking a little bit to you, Perry, about 
Um, some of the things you've done, like the MCEO, the uh, maintenance CEO, the clock man, and there was something you said during the break to me that made me think I needed to bring it up. Something about some paintings? Right. So I think... I will okay. say, everything that Monty does, there's a lesson behind it. Of course. Everything. There's always a lesson. All right. So I think one of our one of our favorite tasks of mine, because I come in and... Lord knows what's on my to-do list. The other day I walked in and I saw basketballs, and, you know, that was sort of a surprise. Uh, was that think, the donation of basketballs? Yes, yes. Yeah, I heard about that in the community. Mm-hmm. There was, I think, Baker Elementary School? Brown. Brown, Brown. Ele- mm-hmm. Brown Elementary School needed basketballs. That's right. And a lot of community partners stepped up and said, hey, we can help out with that. So you had something to do with that, too. Yeah, I went and dropped them off. Kind of oh, cool. Little man for them. But, Bobby Bush yeah. over there, the principal, is an amazing principal. Oh, yeah. But um, I walk in one day and I see I need to, he says, the cleaning crew came by and they dusted off all the paintings, but they did it by hand. So they kind of moved some of them, like every, everything around the office they did. So every single painting I had to go up to with a level and make sure it was perfectly level. <laughs> I love and it. Let me tell you what. You really don't know how many paintings are in a place until you have to level every, every single one, one of them. Every one of them, right. We're talking hundreds. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've been in there. There is a lot of paintings on the wall. And I'm assuming that the, the building, as old as it is, probably isn't, complete, isn't perfectly level itself. Right. So that's yeah. a challenge in and of itself is making it match, <laughs> leveling a painting to an unlevel building sometimes. Yeah, to fight some of them, but... So, well, to learn the lesson with that, he gave us the the homework assignment to watch Gran Torino, oh. and he there was a lesson in that as well. Um, and so we we did we that was watched a Clint it. Eastwood movie, right? Yes, yeah. it was a really good movie. It really it was. was. It was worth it. It, it was, was definitely worth it. I believe worth the watch. he directed that movie and starred in it. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So that was an interesting lesson watching. Torino, and how long did it take you to accomplish the task of leveling every picture at Caledonian Financial? I think a lot longer than he thought, because he was like, hey, could you do that for me real quick? And I was like, you got it. And then I come to him like an hour, a couple hours later, and he's like, you just finished that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just just wrap that up. It's like two, two and a half hours. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like an interesting challenge. I know. I thought I was done, and then walked into another room and there's like a thousand more because I didn't because I didn't go into each individual room and I was like whoo wrapped it up and she was like you get all the ones inside the offices and I'm like all right. well, I walked into the office I said Perry that that one doesn't look very leveled he said how did I forget this office oh, no. oh man I gotta go back and start again yeah. all right so talking a little bit about Caledonian Financial and your intern is about to end because you guys are both heading off to college Tell me your favorite thing about, and I'll let you go first, um, Rachel, your favorite thing about being an intern at Caledonian. I would say the people. I love coming in there after school every day. It just, it almost felt like a second home. Like I got to make really good friendships with everybody there. Yeah, they do have some awesome people working. They got Miss Daisy Cook at the front desk. You got Gay Pike right there in the office. And who's the lady between you guys? We have Becky Price now. Becky Price is there. Um, there's quite a few people that work there. I'd say probably a dozen, maybe? Mm, no, not quite. Not no, quite? There's uh, seven of us, I believe. Seven? It seems like there's just people everywhere there when you walk in. And um, I, I met Gay Pike um, through Blood Assurance, of all places. I was, I'm an advisory board member. 
um, for blood assurance and the community liaison. I still help them out when I have time, when I'm not working at the school district. And she was on the advisory board and boy, she was so good at what she did and helping out. And she did a, a, a term and then some, and then finally rolled off the board. So you've got great people there. So same question to you, Perry, what is your fondest memory of your internship at Caledonian? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it'd have to be, you know, the people and just doing all the, you know, learning a lot of things. I feel it's a very interesting job, getting a lot of experiences that, you know, wouldn't have other places. And uh, I appreciate that. And, and the people, you know, always having our conversations with uh, Daisy and, and Jackson about movies, shows we're watching, F1, stuff like that. It's just a, it's a great environment. You really love going to work. You know, I really like to hear that. That means there was a lot of value to this job because this internship and you not only forged new experiences, but new friendships. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm going to segue over. We got about five minutes left in our show today. Um, I'm going to segue over to our shout outs. And Daisy, since you're on my left here, you're going to be first to do your big yellow school bus shout out. Well, I do want to give a shout out to Monty Sneed. A, he gave us the opportunity to have these two come on for the time that they were there. Um, the help that they provided for us, the laughter, it, we became like family out there. So it is very bittersweet for me to see them go. I'm, I'm excited and I wish them nothing but success. And I, I know that they are going to be successful in everything that they do. And we've had our moments of crying already. Of course. So I, I am thankful for that. Thumbs up to that shout out. It's a great shout out. And they're going to be starting their next chapter. And it's going to be a great chapter with football at UTK. All right, Rachel, what's your uh, shout out? I want to shout out Mr. Monty Sneed again, just for giving me the opportunity. And Lewis Maddox. I know he works here and we we hang out and he's my boyfriend. And we spend a lot of time. So He's your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. All right. There's a great shout out for Lewis Maddox. Um Amazing family, um, Farm Bureau, um, radio station. I met Lewis at Central High School. Then I met him here on the radio station. Great, great shout-out. All right, Perry? Yeah, so, you know, Monty, Lewis, those are both good good shout-outs for me. I've known Lewis since we were – we've known each other since we were two years old, so we're good friends. But I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the third stooge in our party, Andrew Hunter, and uh, my future roommate, Connor Hay. At Tennessee. Very excited. Sounds like fun. Connor will have a very clean and organized dorm room. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things you've learned over the years. All right. Coach, do you have a shout-out for us today? Yeah, I actually have a couple couple this time. The first one is to the senior classes of 2020, 2021, and 2022. Um, A pat on the back in the fact that you have come through probably the greatest social and economic upheaval since the Great Depression. And most of you that I've ever had experience with come out with with optimism and hope for the future and and some and you've also got this idea we can just about you know most high school kids think they can do anything you really can't because you've faced a tough tough time and have come through it with flying colors and uh, uh, shout out to you guys also want to shout out to our disaster relief team from the Southgate Church of Christ they are in hazard or in and around Hazard Kentucky right now. 
uh, serving uh, meals to uh, victims and relief workers out there. Uh, roughly, we're trying to, the goal is to serve about 150 meals a day for the food truck. We have a food truck that we have put together as a relief effort. And uh, they are boots on the ground right now. We'll be there until Wednesday. And uh, when this air show actually airs, they'll be on their way back. But uh, shout out to them for going out there and, and doing what they can to help that group. What great shout outs, Mike. You always tend to steal my primary shout out. And that was the shouting out the administration and the teachers and everyone at Columbia Central High School over the last few years. While you all were in high school, a lot of them had to go above and beyond to make things happen, to make you guys continually learn and be able to continue on in your education. So shout out to them. But my next shout out is going to be to the entire district of Murray County Public Schools. You mentioned the flooding up in Kentucky. Well, we had a teacher come to us and say, I'm from that area. I need to do something. And they're getting lots of food and water and all this kind of stuff, but the kids aren't getting school supplies and backpacks. So... Through an effort between her and our district, we went ahead and started a backpack and school supply drive for two specific schools in Kentucky. And you can find that on murrayk12.org under headlines and news. And that is currently going on right now. So if you're listening to this podcast later, it will have already happened. But if you can, donate some school supplies and some backpacks to those needy children up there. People don't think about what they lost, and you know a lot of that stuff was in the schools, or they they just they don't have it. Their houses were flooded away. Yeah, they're in for a tough time. In, in you know where are they going to go to school? A lot of those schools right. had to be had to be uh, condemned because of the flooding and stuff like that. So they're 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 in for a rough road ahead of them. Uh, and again, to the Tennessee folks that are going mm-hmm. up there, we're living up to our name. Yep. And, uh, Volunteer state. Yeah, you were saying it too, Daisy. <laughs> well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank Daisy, Rachel, Perry, and Mike for a great show today. And we'll be back next week with the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.